show up on the apps, listen for a while, you know, kind of see what's going on and then pick a place that makes sense for you and stick with it. You're not going to see maybe, maybe one in, you know, 10 people does, but you're not Mm -hmm. going to see immediate results the day you post content, but show up, stay consistent. Don't be distracted by all the glittery things. Just pick your lane and stay there. Do well, follow best practices, but be consistent and watch what happens. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world. Well, welcome back to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. My name is Austin Savage. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Kelsey Zarko. And we're excited to have you back to the show. Kelsey, you're having the best day ever. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for our episode today. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, before we get into that, one of our clients sent you flowers today. And that was they did. freaking awesome. So sweet. I love it. At what like 7.30 of- in the morning too, I opened the door and I was like, oh, for real? What is this? Yeah, because they're just delivered from the company or whatever. Okay, so that's a good start to like, to a day that didn't end up being the best day, but like still a great start. It's true. You know? It's true. <laughs> I'm literally just looking at them right now and they're such a bright spot in my day. I love it. What color are they or colors? Yellow and pink and a lot of green. Good choices. Kind of like a hint of summer as we, you know, head into there you to go. fall. <laughs> it's like reminiscing on the warmth as we, uh, you live in Texas. So. Except, yeah, I was going to say, except it's Texas here. <laughs> so we have summer until about November. Yes. Pretty much truth uh anyways this has been our long anticipated episode we're so excited for it this is our uh just knockout fight here uh that we're gonna have <laughs> over tiktok and instagram <laughs> just kidding uh but it is our episode about tiktok and instagram and we're super super excited about it uh but before we get into it should we do this or that or do we have anything else we have to do <laughs> I think we're ready for it. It's okay. your turn, so I'm it is my turn. And I am a little bit more prepared than last time. <laughs> I'll take all the applause. Thank you, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, when, especially when this goes out, I think actually when this goes out, we it might be fall at that point. What's the first day of fall? Isn't it like the? I think it'll be the week. It'll be after. the week before fall. Yeah, oh, the twenty twenty okay. first or twenty second. But it's September, so like everybody, you know, basically thinks that it's fall already. Uh, and so in true classic fall fashion, uh, I don't really have a this or that, but I have a this that we can share our <laughs> thoughts on. <laughs> Welcome to the this segment. Yes. Uh, pump, or no, here's, okay, here's what I'll say. Okay, pumpkin spice latte. Yes or no? That's my this or that. Yes or no? <laughs> oh, man. This could what be an episode all of its own. Okay, well, I'm literally drinking one right now. I don't like the pumpkin spice latte. Okay. It's too it's too sweet for me. I mean, okay. I like it every now and then, but I can't just like drink it every day. But their pump the Starbucks pumpkin cream cold brew. It's real good. So good. So good. And I figured out how to make the cream at home. No I way. did a reel on it, so you can go watch it. And we'll put the link yes. in our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though. It's not quite as sweet and it's like a little bit less maybe not as bad for you. <laughs> Yeah. And delicious. That's cool. Is it like all natural ingredients that you use or no? Okay. No, No, but it is nice when you can like know what you're putting in it. Like you can, you know. Yeah. It's just whipping cream and maple syrup and vanilla and things like that. Crazy. 
I don't make any fancy drinks for myself. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you like pumpkin spice? I, okay, so I do. So I when any coffee shop I go to, like when I go there, I just get a black coffee. At, at, at Starbucks, get a black Boring. coffee. At uh, you know, a fancy shop, I'll get a black coffee. <laughs> That's just what I like to do. Like if I'm at a fancy place, I'll do like a pour over. Mm-hmm. So even like seasonal stuff, I'm just like I still just get black coffees. Yeah. Um, but the pumpkin spice latte is the only one. Normally, I think that drinks like that are too sweet. And like yeah. anything that I'll try from Starbucks that is not that, I'm always like, oh, like it just hurts my mouth. Like as soon mm-hmm. as I try to drink it, <laughs> like literally my teeth are like, why are you drinking this? <laughs> uh, but the pumpkin spice latte is like the one thing that like okay. around fall, I can get behind it. And I'm like, this is enjoyable. So that's the interesting. One. Isn't am- it weird? Yes, this is very interesting to me. Hmm. See, and it's it weird because you think it's too sweet, but you get sweet drinks. Yeah. Yeah. There too. Maybe, maybe I just think it's too like thick or something. I don't know. Like it's yeah. just too much. Every now and then. But not But every it's day. real good. So pumpkin spice latte, it gets a gold star from me. I actually okay. just got one the other day and thoroughly enjoyed it. Although it was very heavy. I do remember afterwards like... It was like, wow, I kind of wish I wouldn't have drank it. But yeah. in the moment, it felt good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> life life lesson right there. <laughs> Truth. Uh, so there's our uh, pumpkin spice latte thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Do you like the pumpkin spice latte? Maybe we'll do a poll on our little social. and you know, It is a highly contested topic. That's for sure. People either love it or hate it. Yeah. I wonder if like Starbucks has perpet- like created that. You know, as a oh, 100%. That's an entire brand session right That's there. That's so interesting. I mean, I've people like run to get it. The first, I mean, I did. Like, I yeah. saw it was there and I literally was like, grab my keys and went out the door. <laughs> I don't do that for anything too. else. I know. And it's funny because when you say pumpkin spice latte, you literally don't think of anything except for Starbucks. Starbucks. I know. It's insane. Also, and I they're paid- not as good as other places. Right. They're just, they taste different. Also, I paid like six bucks for like the, it was so crazy. I think the entire holiday drinks at Starbucks are an entire marketing plan and they're genius. I mean, Mm -hmm. you want to have them because you know they're not going to be around forever. All right. So uh, into our episode about Instagram and TikTok. So we want to split this up. Um, We both came up. So I'm a big fan of TikTok. Kelsey is a big fan of Instagram. (laughs) We both get that there's value on both platforms. Uh, Kelsey, as I was waiting for you to hop on uh, our Zoom call, I was scrolling TikTok. Like it was just, you know, super fun. Uh, But we're going to, we each came up with five kind of of our favorite things, I think, uh, about each platform. Um, And we'll just kind of go through those and battle it out until one of us gets knocked (laughs) out. Uh, So, Kelsey, let's start with Instagram. And. Let's go through your five favorite things about the platform. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It started as like a huge battle between us on one of our first like staff meetings. And this just is true. Yeah. A huge joke between us. So no hate against TikTok. I just have to hold my stance, you know? Yeah. You've literally, um, to give background for people, if this is like their first episode, you yeah. literally like built your yeah. business on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So like it has been successful for you. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah, reason. I mean, I have <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, and yeah. I definitely have seen a lot more business and sales and growth come from Instagram. So I really mm-hmm. enjoy the that side of the whole platform. So yeah, I have my reasons. Do you I'm just want to go curious. through them one through five? Let's do it and see. Like, okay, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about them, but yeah, yeah, 
My first one is kind of cliche, but it's the community piece. I really do think that is my favorite thing about Instagram. You're able to, you know, direct message and see people's lives. And, you know, there's just so much communication that's come on there. And Mm -hmm. I've honestly made a lot of friends on there as weird as that sounds. Yeah. Um, There's just a a side of it that you can connect with people on, or even if you didn't meet them there, you can just see more about their lives and talk to them on a daily basis when Mm -hmm. you maybe wouldn't in real life. And so that can have its downfalls and its upsides. Um, But I just was thinking this morning, like I have a friend that I've actually never met in person. We have some um, mutual friends, Mm -hmm. but I was asking about houseplants the other day because I've decided in our new house that we're moving into, it's going to become a houseplant jungle. And she saw me asking about it and like asked for my address and sent me a houseplants book. Like just little touches like that are kind of Why do people just send you stuff? What the (laughs) heck? (laughs) I think the Lord knew I just needed a little extra happiness in my mailbox. So that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. The community is super fun though. Yeah, that's cool. So what does it look like for you? I mean, obviously everybody listening to this has Instagram, but Mm -hmm. uh, like, what does that look like for you? Even for your brand specifically, like what does that Mm -hmm. look like? Yeah. So I think it's important to stop and mention here too, that like you have to be intentional to create that. It doesn't just happen if you're on the app. I try to spend a part of each day, like watching people's stories or going through their posts and really connecting with them. Yeah. And I think that just kind of comes back to you in return then. Mm -hmm. Um, For my brand, I've noticed like maybe people have known me or have known about me and will follow me, but then I'll be able to like talk to them about their kids or talk about what's going on in their life or just see things that I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. And then not that we jump in and say, Oh, here, I want to sell you this. But if you are a relational caring person, people, it builds that trust, you know, factor that we talk about a lot. And I see them come back and say, you know, Hey, I actually need help with this. Can you, you know, Mm -hmm. tell me what I should get? Or it also on the flip side lets people see the inside of your life and build yeah. community with you. And so we don't buy, I always tell people like, I don't sell, you know, oils or I don't mm-hmm. sell fill in the blank. You're really people. Let me rephrase that. People don't buy oils. They really buy you. Yeah. And they're buying your brand and you know that they trust you and that they know they can connect with you and you, they'll know that you'll be there for them. Those mm-hmm. kind of things. So that's yeah. kind of how I see it play into the brand. Totally. It, it does. It's interesting. Uh, like, I don't think community is necessarily unique to Instagram. Here's what we'll, we'll battle it out, you know, for a second. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, it's So I think you can build community effectively on TikTok too, but it's very different because all of the... So you can do live videos on TikTok, but they don't get saved. Like, it's just the... Mm-hmm. Which is how it used to be on Instagram. But yeah. um, the one thing Instagram does have that's different than TikTok is like the stories feature for sure. Yeah. And so that like it's you're more easily able to jump into quick moments in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, got a new tattoo and I can just like post a picture on like of it and just share it to my stories and people can like, you know, respond to it or whatever. Um and it's not as easy to just like do something quick like that on TikTok. Right. And so like the community building, it's like it's different, you know, like for mm-hmm. people on TikTok, it's just this community that's built from creating the same type of content over and over and over again, sure. rather than, you know, always, I don't know, sharing these like quick mm-hmm. moments. So it's different, but yeah. that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's actually my second point. My next favorite thing about Instagram is okay. the stories feature. And I okay. think that all kind of becomes one conversation, but I love Instagram stories. Like they're so fun yeah. to watch. Um, they're the first thing most people click on when they go to the app and watch. Um, and they're fun to create too. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe not everybody feels that way, but it's kind of fun to show like, 
I can connect with you or share some thoughts on this or give a little peek behind the scenes and not have to curate everything as much as you curate a post. I think that's a really fun balance to have and just be able to pop on. And that's such Instagram, Instagram language. (laughs) I'm just going to pop on guys and share. Every like I think probably <laughs> half of our clients every time I watch like a story that they do, it's always like, hey, just wanted to pop on here to do this. And like then I start saying it. Oh, I, I do like, it all like, the time. <laughs> just like this is ridiculous. Why is there no other like phrase that we I can know. use to just like do it? But, Actually, <laughs> here's a quick tip for all of our listeners. I just learned this, too. Instead of starting your Instagram story, especially if you're doing, if you're using Instagram for a specific purpose, instead of saying like, hi guys, I just wanted to pop on. You start with like the problem you're solving or like, yeah, and you can say like, you statement. Yeah. Or you can, yeah. Like if you like, Hey, if you've been looking for book ideas or, you know, needing a new read Mm -hmm. and then go into what you're sharing and it makes people stick around longer than just like, Oh, here's another influencer popping on. So that's a kind of a fun little verbiage, (laughs) verbiage flip that's been helpful. It's so funny. Like it's either pop on or jump on or, yeah. you know, whatever. Just... <laughs> I just wanted to hop on and share my favorite <laughs> recipe. But we there's all so watch many memes. it. Yeah. There's so many memes out there that are like, if I hear one more person say, I'm going to pop on here, I'm just <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yes. It's so true. I love it. All right. What's number three? Okay. So number three going along with stories is like the creator aspects. So I love that you can use mm-hmm. stories in just a really raw, unedited way. But then I also love that Instagram really plays well. And maybe even more than Facebook versus TikTok. I mean, obviously you can create so much on TikTok, but there's so many ways you can do reels or design a beautiful graphic or take a picture Mm -hmm. that's from a, you know, really cool angle or use a fun preset. I just love the way you can make your feed look really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, That that's just really fun for me, especially I think for those of us showing up, building a brand that has to do with creating or that we love that side of, you know, it's maybe that's my Enneagram wing four coming out. But that side is really fun. Yeah, for you as a consumer, if you had to break it down in percentages, how how often are you in stories versus the feed versus the reels tab? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm curious. I would probably say, well, I teach all of our clients an Instagram strategy. It's one that yeah. I learned from someone else too, where I try to teach them to spend like equal amounts in each part yeah. so that you can interact in different ways and build your mm-hmm. engagement that way. But just when I want to be on there for fun, probably mm-hmm. like... 80% in stories, maybe in stories. less. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes in the feed, but typically I will go to the feed from someone's stories. Like they shared okay. it into their stories and I'll be like, oh, that looks cool. And then I'll end up in their feed. And that's where the artistic side of a feed is fun because if it looks really cool, I'll just, you know, you kind of like binge that content that's there in yeah. the feed. Um, and then the reels tab, I usually spend some time in just looking for ideas and trending audio. I don't, yeah. I don't use it as much for just like fun but to just laugh yeah (laughs) that's probably that's probably a whole inroad for tiktok right there it totally is yeah (laughs) uh that makes sense i was just curious because like with the i was just curious where your time Mm -hmm. is spent so that's interesting because for you that is the sole differentiator really between the two and so Mm -hmm. especially for you you're like you know that's you want that you want the kind of stories feature and it's interesting so it would be interesting to see if like other people's answers on that one. And yeah. even the difference between like, if women spend more time in stories, like, you know, we're just totally. wired relationally. I don't know. That's a cool. I don't, as I'm thinking about that question for myself, I don't even know the answer. Like, I don't know that I'm even like really thinking enough about it when I'm in it. I feel like I always yeah. start with stories mm-hmm. and then I just will like, before I hop off, like we'll just 
hop before on you hop, hop off. off. Yeah. <laughs> do you check Instagram? Guys, like, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> do you check it every day? Instagram, I do, but say? also yeah. because we have, like, honestly, it starts just because we have client content mm-hmm. that goes there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'll jump in whenever I know that, like, a post went out and just, yeah. you know, check on how it's doing. I'll make sure mm-hmm. that, like, I like it from my uh, account and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I'll end up probably, you know, scrolling for a little bit, just checking. But at also, like, I have probably the 10 people's stories that I try to check every day. And so yeah. Instagram just knows, like, they just put those people at the beginning. Yeah. And I just, like, go through <laughs> go yeah. through theirs. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, that's a random little thing we could touch on, too, is the stories feature. Um, it kind of reminds me of the whole Starbucks conversation of, like, okay. you don't want to miss out. It's going to go away. There are people yeah. who, like, can't handle it if they don't watch everyone's stories. Don't be that person, guys. Let the pressure go. So you don't have to do that. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, there's only, there are definitely certain people that I'll like, they'll come up on my first ones and I'll watch or I'll like scroll through and be like, oh, I want to see what they're doing today. Yeah. You don't have to watch them all. I think I follow Let like a thousand people. That would be so many stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Instagram doesn't show them all to you. I don't know. It's a whole thing. That's super interesting. Okay. One little tip if you sorry, we got on the Instagram soapbox. Now I'm not gonna be able to I'm down that. for I'm down for all the tips. <laughs> Bring One them on. little Instagram stories tip. It just helps engagement a little bit is if you use Instagram's um features. So like put a poll in your story, yeah. put the question box in your story, put the slider, any of those things just help tell the algorithm, hey, I'm gonna move this People up a little bit. Interact with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's kind of fun. So my fourth favorite thing about my beloved Instagram app is the versatility. <laughs> I've been watching Lord of the Rings. It's like, my precious. <laughs> oh my gosh, so creepy. <laughs> I knew your voices would make an ep- appearance in yeah. this episode. So I just talked about the creator aspects and like the beautiful, you know, aesthetic side of it. But I also love that Instagram's really versatile mm-hmm. where sometimes there are people whose niche is like, it's not pretty, it's just funny yeah. content or it's... um you know, helpful educational content, there's definitely a spot where you can create your brand around a different kind of look. Like it doesn't always have to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. So I like that there is the the both sides of the spectrum on that side. Yes. Yeah. What does that look like, like in practice? I think there are some accounts that I follow and they don't, you don't go to their feed and it's not like all the same color scheme and they mm-hmm. don't use presets, but their information is so good that I don't care. So right. it kind of shows you that like, Yes, there is a place for branding and color and beauty, but there's also a place where as humans, we want good content and we mm-hmm. will we will overlook other things if it is resonating with us in yeah. a human way or just in a funny way or helpful way. I have one friend that I follow and she's just like off the walls, crazy and funny mm-hmm. and just, I don't know, ridiculous, but people <laughs> love it and it's funny and it doesn't always look good, um, yeah. but it it performs and it hits. And so I love that side of it. Totally. Back to episode one right there. I love I it. I know. I know. Uh, Gary V actually w- is a great example of that as well. Like of somebody who just like shares stuff. Like he just, mm-hmm. like his team makes stuff and they just share it and it doesn't follow like a visual aesthetic or anything, Yeah. but it's just like, Hey, this would be helpful. We're going to put it on the feed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's like, it's two different types of creating processes yeah. that people have. For, I would say, kind of two different types of audiences almost. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Potentially. So, yeah. And I think it's just a good encouragement, you know, if you're listening and thinking about using the app for that purpose, you don't have to fit into a box. Like, mm-hmm. even though there are things we kind of think of as being typical, um, yeah. if your content resonates, 
that's the main point is engagement is. and you know all of that interesting okay so three and four were like opposites that was kind of cool okay what's number five okay so the last one is i just like that the app is like kind of widely known so this is maybe my yeah. like plug versus tiktok and not as much anymore but i just think it's an, an app that more people are on or maybe kind of accept as like widely mm-hmm. normal um, totally. you know for a long time the stereotype was like all those young kids on tiktok doing crazy things totally and that's not necessarily true there's so much value and i see that that you can bring mm-hmm. but it's really easy to say like hey I'll, you know what's your instagram handle i'll find you and i've connected with so many people even moving to a new state that i've just been like hey are you on instagram and that's an easy you know i don't ever say like hey are you on tiktok i'll come i'll come find you there totally this is a different type of conversation so i do mm-hmm. love that about it yeah all right, those were good. Those were good. I thought uh, you'd have a rebuttal there. Okay, okay. No, I don't have a... I think it's a perspective issue, and I'm going to deal with it with number two. Okay. Online, so. Oh, man. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so, okay, on the TikTok side, uh, number one, and I feel like this is the biggest... This is like the biggest win that TikTok has had over the past... I don't even know how long it's been around, but like a year and a half um, yeah. to two years that it's been growing. Um, and it's one of the reasons that a lot of people tried to get on it early was mm-hmm. because the organic reach potential on TikTok is still much larger than the organic reach potential on Instagram. And so what that means is on Instagram, the majority of people who see and interact with your content are people who follow you. Mm-hmm. Whereas on TikTok, it's you know slowly moving in that direction, but there still is a larger chance that you will. It's called like the for you page, but you'll just like uh, kind of have a video that just gets seen by a mm-hmm. ton of people who don't follow you. Um, and so that's one of the the big draws to TikTok right now is just how much potential there is there. And Instagram tried to replicate that with Reels. And sometimes that does happen, mm-hmm. um, but it's just not set up in the same way for that to be like, you have to be in the reels tab to kind of like do that. It's yeah. not showing up in like, you know, the main feed. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of interesting because that's how TikTok is set up. You're either on your following page and you see stuff from people you follow or you're on your for you page and you just see stuff that TikTok thinks you like and it's hilarious. And so... Yeah. <laughs> But it's really interesting because I'll go through, you know, if I'm just sitting and watching TikToks, like, you know, I'll end up following just a bunch of people that I didn't follow before. And it's just because, you know, TikTok was like, hey, I think you'd like this. And I was like, I do. I like it. (laughs) So organic reach is definitely a big thing. Yeah. I can see that too, because there's even people that I think that trickles over into helping them be popular on Instagram. Because I've seen people like... Brunch with Babs is a big one. I love I Brunch with this. Babs. You have to follow her. Larissa would love her. But okay. she like exploded on TikTok because the organic reach really helped her grow. And so then yeah. it kind of got the word out about her. And now she's popular on Instagram too. And I've seen that happen yeah. with a few other people. So totally makes sense. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like people like replicate their content that from TikTok they shared on um, Instagram. And it's because like, you know, it's if something does like super well on one platform, you kind of want to see if it'll do Mm -hmm. equally as well on another and you're just kind of getting in that rhythm. And I don't know. It's just interesting. So I, I, this is not on my list. It should be, but sometimes it's kind of annoying that like, it feels like all of the 
like the content originates from TikTok and goes to Instagram rather than like originating from Instagram and going to TikTok. So yeah. I feel like for a lot of people who create on both TikTok and Instagram, there's like less, it's like the originality is trickling down to Instagram mm-hmm. rather than like starting there. Yeah. But Especially for, with reels, I would say. Like yes. a lot of the trending audios totally. and, you know, themes, yeah. definitely. But for like creators who are not on both, then they like have, I feel like more brain space to get creative within mm-hmm. the confines of what Instagram does. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? <laughs> I have a question, but I'm going to save it. Give me the rest of your points first and I'll come okay. back to it. All right. Number two. Uh, and this is the, I don't know, this is the perspective shifter, but the platform has literally matured so much since it started. Like people still, you know, we'll talk to, we were, we were talking to uh, a potential client not too long ago and talking about the potential of TikTok for what they were doing. And they're like, yeah, I just don't want to dance around and like do that stuff. And I was like, literally, like I, I never even see that in my feed. Yeah. Like I don't even like see that type of content or very rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just literally based on what you interact with and the type of uh, content that you follow and engage with and all of that stuff. And so if you're not engaging with that type of content, you're not going to see that type of content. Um, and I just think TikTok is at a place right now where you could search for anything, like literally any kind of weird subculture or like topic or anything. And you will find a creator who talks about like that specific type of gardening mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. that group of people or that, you know, passion project or whatever. Uh, like it's crazy uh, how much uh, random stuff you can find. Like literally I follow beekeepers who like just show <laughs> like videos of yeah. them removing bees. And then like the next video will be like this uh, person who is uh, who does like home inspections and he's like telling you all about things that they don't like and then it's like a comedy account and then it's you know it's just crazy yeah so that's so interesting i think it is such a good point across all platforms too to remind you know your, our listeners mm-hmm. like you can show up on the app with what you are passionate mm-hmm. about i mean i hear people say all the time you don't have to dance on reels you don't have to dance on tiktok yeah. whatever it is like you can do it your way and create something around that yeah so i think if it's like if that is the only inhibitor for people where it's like you know i just feel like like it's young people on the app like it's not like there's plenty of older creators there's younger creators there's famous creators there's not famous creators like Mm -hmm. it's just people are just sharing their stuff and it's it's just cool and i think that's how communities are built on tiktok because you know it could be just someone sharing their passion and it's other people who are just passionate about learning those things and you know you're just like interacting in the comment section, which by the way, is probably the best part of TikTok is the comment section. It's so okay. much funnier than Instagram comments. So. <laughs> I don't even know why, but it is. Uh, but yeah, you're just like building that community and you almost like you can tell when somebody comments and like isn't part of that community. You mm-hmm. know, like it's it's really uh, kind of interesting just how that happens and like the culture that's built hmm. behind a brand on TikTok. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. All right, the next two are like kind of practical uh, okay. ones. And I think that you'll appreciate this one. But my third reason for TikTok is that you can use your own sound and someone else's sound <laughs> together on the same piece of content and not have to choose one or the other. Does this that frustrate your, you on Instagram? This is your pet peeve. It doesn't frustrate me, but okay, I can see how it would. I, th- I do think TikTok has a lot more 
um, versatility in their editing and, you know, just the whole like look and feel of it all. Yeah. Because they have like the fun filters and stuff too, but like, yeah. I don't know. There has to be like a pretty funny like trend that's going like which there are those like funny trends of like people putting their own mouth on other people's mouths yeah. and like singing the song and like all this stuff. Yeah. Which is they're funny. Uh, but anyways, I think that it's like especially with something like if you want to put music behind, uh, you know, something that you created, you can't as easily do that if you're like, you know, talking over something on reels like you would have to create that on your own and then mm-hmm. share it. Mm-hmm. And um, on TikTok, you are more easily able to combine those two so like you could have if you have this funny video that you like captured and then you want to put like some sound over it and it could be like a trending audio like people can still hear like the faint sounds of mm. the video and like be there yeah. and you're not just having to like pick between sure. uh, the two and i think that is like a, i think that's like a real bonus that yeah uh, takes- As- especially for creators like if yeah. you are creating tons of reels and videos i can totally see how yeah. that'd be a benefit but Okay, so here's the difference, though. I feel like with, um, and I'll talk about this in a second, but a lot of, so Instagram on Reels, your captions can be longer. And so it's mm-hmm. easier for people like to just go for trending audio and just be like, you know, something and then just point. I'm going to explain this in the caption. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you explain it in the caption. But like the piece of content itself, words aside, like isn't giving as much value. Like you can't do that on TikTok because the captions like are super short. Um, And so you have to like add the value there, whether it's entertainment Mm -hmm. or education. So kind of interesting. I just see that happening. It's a lot easier, I would say, to create on Instagram in that way. Like I just had that happen to one of my reels where I'm just pointing like, you know, it says like, my number one tip for staying healthy in three, two, one. And then it says, change your clothes and you get home. And then it says, check the, the caption, caption for more. Yeah. <laughs> and it has like almost over 200,000 views now because yeah. it was just a quick trending audio. So it is a good, you know, balance to be able to not have to like create giant pieces of content yeah. in video form every time if that's not your thing. Yeah. And it's just different. Like that is just a type of content that you cannot, like you can't create yeah. that on TikTok in the same way. Yeah. Um, so super interesting. Uh, the f- n- number four, which is also a practical thing, but now you can make TikToks that are up to three minutes long, which yes. I also think is a bonus. And this is something. So for Instagram, still a minute, right? And we're it just still got, at sixty seconds. We st- we just got sixty seconds. I know it was so thirty we're behind before the times. That. Yes, and some clients. Some of you are probably listening, maybe even notice you still have 30 seconds. So Instagram has weird rollouts too, which is a whole different conversation. But I feel like that has been... So TikTok rolled that out, I think this year, um, the three minutes thing. And uh, it's it kind of has helped to mature their app Mm -hmm. too, where Mm -hmm. they're able to just provide like longer content and people aren't having to break up. That was my dog. Uh, but people aren't having to break up like a three minute video into a three part series. They can just share the video. Um, And I think it's helped a lot and it is just like, it's just in the feed, you know, you're not having to go to a different place. Mm -hmm. Like on Instagram, if you want to watch a longer video has to be an IGTV. Yeah. Um, And so I think that is a big bonus recently for that as well. Do you, do you watch the full three minute videos? Totally. Yeah. So you don't even see, so like you can't tell how long uh, like you can feel it sometimes mm-hmm. but for the most part like if it's a good piece of content or a story or like just a f- weird video or like you know yeah. something educational like I'll you know I'll stick around for the 3 minutes sometimes 
though, so Instagram or TikTok also uh, introduced the feature where you can fast forward through uh, TikToks. Isn't it awesome? I know. So that goes along with it where like, you know, sometimes you'll be reading the comments and they're like, hey, just skip to two minutes, 20 seconds. Skip to two minutes, 20 seconds. You see the funny thing, then you keep going. Um, Does the algorithm perform differently on TikTok? You know, on Instagram, you get your reel will bump up more if people stay for at least the first like, I don't know, eight seconds, 10 seconds. Yeah, it probably balances out because I think like for if people are just skipping to the end, like constantly, I think, you know, you're probably not doing as well, like from an algorithm Mm -hmm. perspective. But also if it's like something that is performing well in an opposite way then I think it kind of balances out. Like if people are commenting a ton, just being sure. like, you know, go this, here. Yeah. yeah, like go to this, uh, go to this timestamp or just like this did not feel like a three minute video. Like, the ha- you know, this was a freaking movie and mm-hmm. like whatever. Uh, I think it balances out. So yeah, that's Makes my thoughts. Sense. All right. Number five is literally just that the content on TikTok is just funny. It is like so funny. <laughs> and I like it's it's why people will like tick I feel like people TikTok binge a little mm-hmm. bit easier than you like Instagram binge. I don't know. It's just like this it's a space that feels more casual, more kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And so I think Instagram introduced reels to catch up, but it doesn't like a lot of them aren't as they just feel different i don't know like they feel more brand oriented sometimes Mm -hmm. um than just like sharing something funny i don't know yeah well there's more to do on you know exactly tiktok you're there to watch videos instagram you have so many other places you could spend time yeah i don't think instagram from a reels perspective will ever catch up uh to tiktok but i hope that they can continue to introduce like their own things to make it Mm -hmm. different instead of just trying to like copy tiktok we'll see if they do that so yeah it's kind of interesting so there's my list of five yeah that was super interesting it the whole time we were talking it just kept making me think like there's so many purposes for both of them like it's really yeah. not and we said this at the beginning but like it's really not a this yeah, a or versus, that it's yeah. here's benefits and all the things you could do with both of them so here's yeah. my question for you okay do you think that people you know specifically thinking about people who might be listening or our clients mm-hmm. who are building a brand should be creating content for both of them or would you recommend picking one or the other i think you 100 percent should try um okay let me i have three negatives about tiktok okay okay and then i will answer that question so i'll go through these super quick so number one um this is like i don't actually know the details of this but i see it happen all the time tiktok does have more strict community guidelines than instagram does and they have been quick to like take down a video or uh, like if people have multiple like strikes on their account or something like to ban an account or something for like random stuff. And they're not always like, hey, this is why this happened. Mm-hmm. They just kind of like delete your video. Um, and so there have been people who like will get frustrated randomly where they're like, hey, TikTok, why'd you take that down? Like that's, you know, kind of bogus. Yeah. Um, so that's like one negative. I don't know why that happens always but it does mm-hmm. um second thing is it is definitely an extra time commitment if you're new to it so like yeah the type of content like i said is so different um from how most people are used to creating because it's not centered around a caption and like an image like it's yeah. kind of 
Like it's just different rather than just jumping on and creating. Like I think one of the best things is just like listening for a long time, like just watching and consuming, kind of getting the vibe of it. And then the third negative, it doesn't have to be a negative, but is the caption differences. Like you cannot, there is no caption. Like you have, like you just share either something quick or like a quick descriptor or, um, you know, like a few, like something funny to add to the video. Yeah. But it's not like the caption is where you add value. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's also just a significant difference. It's like a perspective shift yeah. um, that people have to take. So I think it is important to show up in both places, but I don't think you should show up the same in both places. Yeah, I think TikTok is going to be more valuable for people who do have a wider audience. Like if you are trying to reach a local area and like if that area is not large, like if you're not in a larger city, it's just going to be, it's going to take longer for you to kind of build that community that can actually add value to your business or your organization. Mm -hmm. If you are in a larger area, then like, you know, for example, if you were in the Chicagoland area or something, like there's just more people there where you can kind of build a community around being in Chicago, basically. Yeah. But if you are a business that like ships places and like has all that stuff, like TikTok right now, would be awesome for you because you have a chance to reach more people organically um, and create that type of content. So I think it is important and they both can do the different things, but I think you show up differently um, mm-hmm. on both platforms. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with what you're saying. I mean, I'm not on both platforms, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, it's say as do as I say, not as I do. I do think, though, there's also some value in not feeling like you have to be everywhere and do everything, not feel that pressure. I and mean, we tell our clients this all the time. So I know you agree with that. Mm-hmm. And some great advice I've gotten before, too, is you can show up, you can be on all the platforms, but use certain ones more personally and other totally. ones more as brand building. So like maybe yeah. TikTok is where you just kind of like veg for a few minutes or like where you find some yeah. inspiration, but then you're like, you know. Um, intentionally building your brand and creating content for a purpose on Instagram or on Facebook or Twitter or whatever that is. And I thought that was good advice when I heard that. Totally. I agree. Um, Like personally, I was creating content when I first started the business. Um, I was like, you know what? Let's like try my hand. I had like consumed on a while for TikTok. And so I started creating more consistently on TikTok. And I like that fizzled out for me. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, creating and I had some videos uh, get some momentum, you know, with time and also just like where I already had traction and where our business was. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't have to keep doing this right now. I want to go back to it and like, you know, keep trying to build some sort of community there. Um, But I'm I'm just not in a season where I can like commit to the consistency that I would want um, to have on the platform. And so even for me, like I for right now have kind of reverted to using Instagram as like my sole uh, platform where I'm Mm -hmm. sharing on. But like where I spend my time for fun is on TikTok, um, which is just kind of an interesting dynamic there, too. But it's just Mm -hmm. decisions that you have to make of like, what can you sustain? What makes the most sense? Um, You know, what are your goals? Those kinds of things. Yeah. Don't buy into the scarcity mindset that you aren't going to succeed because you're not doing all the things. That's a recipe for burnout for sure. Totally. So Kelsey, let's close this out with your best piece of social media advice. (laughs) Why do you do this to me? (laughs) As people are thinking through, (laughs) I'm just curious what you're going to say. As people are thinking through 
uh, social media in general. Like, you know, whether they are actively, you know, trying to use it intentionally, they just use it for fun, whatever. What do you feel like is just the biggest thing to consider when it comes to social strategy? Yeah. Okay, I have two. Okay. The first one's not very like practical, but this you is like an Austin. <laughs> you told me I one. Know. I <laughs> Actually, let me tell you all the things. I think the first one, this is just like super overarching, but I got to say it is to like not sacrifice your soul on the, you know, altar of social media. It will be really easy to try to be all the things and, you know, spend all your time on there. Just don't do it. It's not worth yeah. it. I promise you, you can be just as effective and not live on social media. And we have a whole episode on that. So you totally. can go listen to it. Episode two. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. We're only four episodes in. We're already <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> the second one I think is what you, it kind of goes back to what you said, show up mm. on the apps, listen for a while, you know, kind of see what's going yeah. on and then pick a place that makes sense for you and stick with it. You're not going yeah. to see maybe, maybe one in, you know, 10 people does, but you're not mm-hmm. going to see immediate results the day you post content but show up, stay consistent. Don't be distracted by all the glittery things. Just pick your lane and stay there. Do well, follow best practices, but be consistent and watch what happens. Totally. To add one more thing uh, to that, I really think like people get in almost like tunnel vision when it comes to social media sometimes. And it's almost like culturally, you're just expected to prioritize it. Um, And I don't think that that is always the case for every business. I know that we were talking to um, someone uh, for a while, like at the start of this year, and with their business, they didn't need a lot of clients. They just Mm -hmm. needed a few, but they were putting like all of their time into coming up with content for social and trying to build a community there. And so we were kind of talking about it and it's like, it's great for you to show up here, but like really you're going to get more value and just like going and making friends places and just like interacting with people and mm-hmm. like trying to build like literal like face-to-face relationships yeah. then you will on social at this point in your business mm-hmm. um and so like that might be the case for you too like there might be it might just not be the right season for you to double down on social but it depends on again your goals where you're headed what you like want to accomplish in the next three to five years um and which lane will kind of serve you best to actually do that. This is not going to like capstone the episode very well, but that is such a good point about like showing up with people and marry them together for a long, long, long time. And I still do this with my brand and my business. You meet people and you become friends with them and then you invite them to your social media and it brings this whole other like spiral of more touches they're getting with your product or more they're getting to know you. And that's, that's effective. People want to know you as a human when it all yeah. comes down to it. And so you can definitely marry those things together, especially if you have a smaller brand or a smaller business, those two go hand in hand. Kelsey, there's our TikTok versus Instagram episode. We did it. <laughs> I don't and know we didn't won. even fight. <laughs> I, I learned a lot. I will say I learned did a you? lot. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Super fascinating stuff. And honest, like both platforms, again, super awesome. Um, but hopefully you guys uh, at least learned something about both of those as well. And if you have questions about them, let us know. Uh, as always, we would love to kind of come back and, you know, at the beginning of another episode, uh, you know, kind of chat through um, any questions that you have. Uh, or dive deeper uh, on a later episode as well. So let us know if you want us to do any of that. For our next episode, I am really pumped about it. Uh, If, you know, schedules hold and everything, we are actually going to be interviewing one of our clients um, in, I don't know if we're going to call it this, but like a How I Built It series. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a, isn't there a like, 
TV I series? I think there's a TV that? show about that. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll come up with a different name, <laughs> but like we, we kind of want to do this every once in a while on the show, but just interview people about how they started, uh, whether it was their business or organization, how they started that and like eventually created it into some, something mm-hmm. that it is today and like kind of talk about the non-linear journey of a growth that people experience as leaders and entrepreneurs. And so we hope that you'll join us back for that one. I'm super excited about it. I love it. All right. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening in to today's episode of the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. We share an episode every other week, so make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love to connect with you on social, so come hang out on Instagram at austinsavage.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.